It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hi, this is Sandra Keys, and you're listening to Keys to the Kingdom at T25CL.com. Thank you for joining me on this Friday evening. A uh, lot in the news on today. Uh, I have my very special guest here, Elder Anthony Damore, that's going to be chiming in on, uh, we're just going to let it flow, talk about anything if you have any uh, questions, just either chat with us or, or call in with your questions. Um, we are here to discuss it. Amen? All right. But first, I want to let you know a little bit about tc5cl.com. Uh, I need you to go on to our website. Our website is all-encompassing entertainment uh, platform. We have, 20, we have a 24-7 radio station where each song is different on the same platform. You can have R&B, gospel, reggae, uh, just all sorts of music there, and it's the best kind of music ever. We also have uh, a, a spot on there where you can uh, purchase independent movies. The movies are great. The independent film artists are great. Also, independent music artists. It's a great, great um, platform to go to for your entertainment pleasure. We are also proud that uh, TT5CL will be uh, screening the first movie out of this company, United We Stand. So we're all going down to Southern California this weekend for the screening of that movie, uh, United We Stand, and we are so proud of it, and we're praying that God will bless that movie and have it be uh, shown all over the country. But moving on, uh, again, this is Sandra Keys, and you're listening to Keys to the Kingdom. My guest today, Elder Anthony Zamore. How are you doing? I'm blessed, my sister. I'm blessed. Amen. I just I don't want to say a whole lot on the election because it is draining, but um, I, I just, and I know I've heard several people echo this feeling that they will be glad when this whole election is over and turned on the TV today and it was more drama with Ms. Hillary's emails, uh, apparently that they found at um, her assistant's um, home on their laptop computer. I think it's Anthony Weiner's or husband, um, Ms. Umadon. Um, and so no one knows what the content is if it's going to be explosive, why the timing now. So there's just more drama to be had. And you ever and we wonder, um, will we be electing a president this year? It just seems like it's going to be uh, drama like we haven't seen, even worse than uh, 2000 with Gore Bush. I don't know. That's what I just feel in my spirit. Uh, what do you say to that, Elder? I say um... – you know, it's all theater, it's all drama, making people very tired of the politicians. People yeah. people have lost faith in their politicians, and that's because for me their faith needs to be in God anyway. But yeah. this is all playing out so that people purposely lose faith in their politicians. And yeah. so people are tired of this. They, they're going to want something different. And so my thing is, who are people going to cry out for next when they find that they can't trust the politicians yeah. and uh, they can't trust anybody anymore, the business yeah. world, yeah. politics, who are they going to cry out for? What is, what is the setup that's going to happen? And so yeah. I'm very interested to see that. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm just preparing myself for some of the worst. Like you say, it is all drama. But I'm just, it just doesn't seem like it's going to end, and I think it's going to be ugly at the end and spill over to even after the election. I mean, there's people threatening on Trump's side saying it'll be a revolution if he doesn't get into office. So it, it's, just, it's just a ball of confusion, as the old temptation song goes. 
Um, that's the state of the world today, just a ball of confusion. And like you say, it is to the point where you where we feel like we can't trust our politicians, but we know we have to elect someone. But I wanted to ask you this question, Elder, because we've had these conversations a couple of weeks ago. What do you think about the evangelical people who can still cast a vote for um, Donald Trump? Because I find that to be a conflict uh, of what I know uh, the Bible teaches us. Um, what is your thoughts on that? Uh, I've heard people on both sides of the spectrum, Trump and Hillary. Mm-hmm. And like I've said a, a few weeks ago, uh, uh, I have, you know, historically, both of them, to me, are our enemy. And I know everybody's picking sides, but to I me, I'm not, right, right. I'm not picking any sides because I've seen Hillary Clinton rob all of the money, the Haitian relief money, her and her husband through the Clinton Foundation, mm-hmm. rob all the money that the world invested in Haiti. The Haitians got none of that money. It went to the Clintons and all of their friends. Okay, so 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 uh, uh, so for me, both of them are enemies to me, and mm-hmm. so the setup, the setup is so that people are tired of politicians. There's chaos, but there's a term called order out of chaos, and this is something that 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 the elites want. They want us to lose faith in the politicians so that we look to a different leader, mm-hmm. someone the world feels that they can trust mm-hmm. that's on the world scene. So that's the setup that's happening now. Yeah. And yeah. more than likely it's going to shock people, but more than likely it's going to be the Pope. Really? That everybody's going to want to turn to. And that's then, interesting that's, you say that because if, I've heard you say that a few weeks ago, and I would not have believed it. You know what I'm saying? I was skeptical of that scenario, but the way things are playing out, I, I kind of have an open eye. And, and I, I'm not saying I think it will be the Pope, but I agree that everybody is getting so frustrated with what we have before us uh, as politicians, um, our presidential candidates, that, yeah, we, everybody is going to be so frustrated that they're going to be looking for an alternative. And I don't even know if the alternative will be better because we'll be all disillusioned, all in our emotions, and nobody is thinking straight because everybody's exactly. kind of in a panic right now. Exactly. Because remember, Hegelian dialectic, and this is a term I mentioned last time, they push right. you one way to get you to go another way. And my thing is, like I always say, I want my Christian brothers and sisters to understand that it's Yahweh, Jesus the Christ. These things are being set up so the Antichrist will take Mm -hmm. the stage. I want my Christian brothers and sisters not to lose sight biblically that what's happening politically, socially, what's happening racially, that it's order out of chaos. So they create the chaos to to get you to walk in a certain order to mm. set up this new world order. Mm. And so it's not just racial. It's going to be financial. It's going to be social. It's going to be sp- it's going to be everything. And that's yeah. what I want people to prepare for. It's going to, so it's going to be everything everything at one time. Yeah. The Bible is 100% correct. And so that's why I'm I'm saying people are going to say we can't trust anybody. We need somebody we can trust. But yeah. who are you going to trust? The person right. you put up in front of you is the person you need to be aware of. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And that and that is becoming um really so clear. So clear. And so with all this coming, with the, with, the, with, the, with the pending, as we see it, change of order in life, um, uh, new world domination, one world domination, um, what is it that the Christian people should be doing now? And I know that we talked about um, the Holy Spirit. Where, where does the Holy Spirit fit right now in our lives? What, 
and I know the Holy Spirit guides us, directs us. Is that what we should be focusing on um, right now? We need to be getting our house in order, which is our personality, our characters in order. Because, remember, it's times like these where people, so, so-called civilized human beings, turn to what they're used to, and that is their fear and whatever their character is, is shaped. So you're going to see people, civilized people, act like a bunch of savages. That's why God says, God says he wants us to lean on him, that if we don't take on his character, because there's only going to be two types of people in the world, mm-hmm. those who resemble God's character and those who are doing what's n- natural for them, which is the fallen flesh, fear, and that satanic trait that's in us, envy, self-preservation, hatred, all of that stuff. So mm-hmm. God's character is going to be the key. And the Holy Spirit, the only way we can do it is by submitting ourselves to the Holy Spirit. And that is the stress that Christians have to be focusing on. Because if not, you will do what's natural in you to do. God mm-hmm. is looking for us to do something supernatural, which is right. leaning on his character, love. Because the world is going to be filled with Christians who are going to be murderers. Look at all the people in Trump. They call themselves Christians. I know, and I, I have an issue with that. How is that when you don't even like black people? I don't get that. Well, we, we, we know that the Bible clearly... Listen, people pull and choose stuff out of the Bible, but the Bible says if, if how... God says, how can you love me? If you can't, you can't see. Yeah. You can't see me. And yeah. hate your brother that you can see. You're exactly. a liar. Exactly. God called you a liar. And so you know how people pull and choose. So I'm always shocked when I hear, hear people pull and choose from the Bible, but there's simple, basic, cutting truths in the Bible that sets everybody straight because you can't call yourself a Christian and hate your brother. That's right. Amen. That's and right. So, 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 so when I hear people say these things, I'm always shocked why Christians don't challenge other Christians about these issues because God's word is simple and plain. Yeah. It's, yeah. When you study the word of God, you can find those verses. They're there. The meat is there. See, you don't have to have the whole Bible memorized, but what you have to understand is God's character. And yeah. I'm going to tell you, I have to lean on God's character even when I don't understand it fully because I fully understand human nature. I fully understand how people do. I fully understand what history has shown me. So I have to go with God, even when I don't understand it, because I understand that whatever he does, whether it's always for our good, even when we can't see it, it's it's like a parent who, who, who has kids, and you know how kids are. They think they know everything. They think they see everything, but the parent truly sees because we've been here longer. Right. And so we see some things that the kids can't see. So even when I can't see what God is doing, I still have to trust him. Because yeah. what I've seen from history and what I understand biblically, I, I got to go on his side. And yeah. so when I hear Christians say, well, I'll change this about the Bible, that about the Bible, I'm saying this, this is a Christian or a person who has not come into full understanding of God's character. Full yeah. understanding. They haven't read the Bible like they should. They haven't studied it. Yeah. We need to study or maybe they're not being taught that. Let's even go to, to the head. Maybe churches aren't really dealing, you know, are not really teaching truth. Um, You're right. You're 100% right. You yeah. have said the true statement. And yeah. God always dealt with the leaders of the church. You, yeah. you, you read the whole Old Testament and the New, who was God fussing with? He was always fussing with who? He was, God did not fuss with the people who were caught up in struggle. He was, oh, he was fussing with the church leaders who were leading his people astray, yeah. at the old and the new. Yeah. Because these people were, see, they were not caught up in the struggle. They were, they were happy with how they were. So when you're caught up in your sins and you're trying to overcome through the power of the Holy Spirit, you fall down, you stumble. 
God is not fussing with you. God is fussing with those people who are happy and satisfied with how they are, but they want to look pious up front. But they, yeah. they're not interested in change. See, the Bible is about change. A lot of people want God, but they don't want to change. Yeah, you, amen. This is what I tell people all the time. Heaven is not going to be like earth. There is no one who gets to heaven who's going to be telling God everything, okay. anything, except, uh-huh. except thank you, Lord. Right. I, thank you, Lord. So everyone who gets there will be convinced that God is correct. So you can question God all you want down here, but those who get there will know that God's way was the correct way and is the correct way. And Amen. so, and so, And so here... See, God wants you to question him because he has answers if you truly want to hear them. Many times we have questions, but we don't want to hear the answer. We just want to hear our own voice rhetorically ask the question, and we come up with our own answers, which is suicidal anyway. That's death because God is light. He's truth. So you can't come to God and stay the same. No. That's what many people do not want to hear. And, and, that, and that's the problem with our churches. And not only that, yeah, you have these churches and people doing whatever the heck they want to do, and it used to be a time where you had the pastors who would correct people, who would sit people down, who would not tolerate behavior inside or outside of the church. Because, you know, everything we do comes inside. You know, people talk. But yet still the, the behavior is tolerated. And I'm not saying you can beat, your, beat somebody over the head and make them change, but you also have to call it out as you see it. And no one wants to call out anybody. And it maybe it's because them, them, they themselves aren't walking right. So they feel like they, they, they don't want to call somebody else out on something because they don't want to be called out on something. Well, I don't when you think about the whole Bible, Think about the whole Bible. Who was living fully right? There is nobody in the Bible who was living fully right, but God used them all. Remember, the disciples were fussing and fighting about who was going to be the greatest in heaven. Yeah, yeah. Judas was a thief, right? Thomas was doubtful. He didn't believe his own mama. He didn't believe anything. And so here you had men who were very flawed, and God handpicked them chose them, and gave them power before they were converted. And so here Judas, even though he was a thief and a liar, had power to cast out demons, had power to heal. But guess what? He was still a thief. Now, what? He, you know why Judas didn't get saved? And it's because he took his own life. Yeah, he did. And so when you take, so he took his opportunity away for God to save him. So he took it into his own hands because he was guilty. When the guilt, instead of the guilt, he did a selfish act. The guilt should have led him to repentance. Instead, he took his own life, which where can you took away your own probation, your own way. God could have saved you. God wants us to repent. God doesn't want anybody to die. The thing is, guilt, see, Satan likes guilt, but Guilt, holy guilt, leads you to repentance. That unholy thing where you get depressed, you get down. See, Satan can work on your emotions. True guilt, when you feel that guilt, you feel that prick, it should lead you to repentance. Mm-hmm. What he did was he didn't want to change. Right. When you come to God, you've got to change. Yeah. Guilt leads, should lead you to repentance. The thing that people struggle with, they feel guilty, but they don't want to change. They're not struggling with their sin. See, the thing about sin is it's enjoyable. And this yeah. is what I have to be honest. See, yeah. and, that, and, and this is what a lot of pastors are not doing. And this is what I want to tell my Christian brothers and sisters. Learn from a hypocrite. Yeah. Learn from hypocrites. A hypocrite told me to stay off drugs while he was on it. A hypocrite told me not to start smoking while they were smoking. And thank God I was able to learn the lesson from the hypocrite. Wow. You understand? Learn yeah. a lesson from a hypocrite. Yeah. So, so God, God will even use the devil for you to learn from him. And so yeah. it's important that you learn the lesson 
well so that you don't have to go through the depths of hell and you don't have to go through the depths of drugs. You don't have to hit rock bottom, even yeah. as a Christian. But some Christians, unfortunately, because they're hard-headed and stubborn, yeah. Yeah. they're going to have to hit rock bottom just as well. Okay, so, so but, as yeah. individuals, yeah, we need to repent as individuals. But what, but what about the whole nation? What about the whole United States? It what would be great, but it's not going to happen. It would be great. See, God, we none of us get saved as a family group. We get saved as individuals. Yeah, we do. God would love the nation to repent, but the nation will not do that. Think why? Because laws are being passed that are anti-Christ. It's moving away from God. It's moving away from God, further and further away from God. Remember, there are plenty of people who think that they're God. Yeah. They are God. And so, and so instead of worshiping the creator, they want to worship the creation. And that's always been our problem. Yeah. Some people yeah. worship trees, rocks, frogs, cows, dogs, rats, cats. To yeah. this day, right now. Yeah. You go to India and they don't eat cows like we do over here because they feel that cows are sacred. Right. So it, it, it's a whole different thing because if you eat the cow, you might be eating somebody's grandmother because they believe in reincarnation. Now wow. that's a, right. So so you see today people still worship the creation. Yeah. We worship the creation. That's where Adam went wrong. He chose the gift of woman over the gift giver. And that caused all kinds of problems, the creation. And so we got to get back to God and hold on to God's truth because in these days that are coming, what's going to keep you from being different than all the haters that are going to be out here? Because everything is going to be emotional, my sister. So God wants us to filter our emotions through him, through a supernatural means, which is the Holy Spirit. Because guess what? More black people are going to die. More Chaos is going to happen. More financial. Now, when all of that, when the world goes crazy, what do people do? They're looking for scapegoats. Yeah. Racially, you're going to be my scapegoat. Financially, you're going to be my scapegoat. The poor, the poor, those on welfare, all those cold words. Yeah. Which yeah. is, which historically there are more white people on welfare than black people, but people don't yeah. understand that. Right. And that has always been the way. But, you right. know, us black people, we believe so many lies about black people because we're just so conditioned. We're very yeah. conditioned. Right. But so so scapego- people are going to scapegoat. What's going to stop you from being like that? What's going to stop you from going out when, 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 and not murdering somebody, not robbing a store when you don't have? What's going to yeah. stop you from becoming a looter instead of leaning on God? Because this is the way the world is going. Yeah, it is. The Bible says when they cry peace and safety, sudden destruction. Mm. And, and so we, as Christians, we have to be more aware. And I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of non-Christians who feel something bad is going to happen. Oh, yeah. Everybody I, feels I, it. Everybody I, feels it. I think everybody feels it. I think it's everybody in the feels air. It. It, it, you just it's just a huge drop away uh, from a civil war, from people lashing out again more so at black people. It, it's just bad, and and you can just sense it in the air, and and I, and it may, and it's making everyone uneasy. Um, I think, and that's I was talking about this last week. Everybody is hoping for the election to be over, but I think all these emotions are going to spill over way over until into 2017. I think everything that's going now is going to be amplified uh, in the coming year. And of course it's, it is. It's, of it's course it is. Thing. And that's going to be the purpose. My sister, these are people, these people are not like us. They plan ahead. They plot ahead. They play games politically. Yeah. Uh, there's the, the, the whole thing about polls, the Gallup polls, all of that is fabrication. Gallup, study, see, see, and this is where I want, God says, be Bereans. We have to study this Bible and we have to study history. And, and look up where polls originated. Look up Gallup himself and who he was aligned with. And you'll find out that polls were created, not to tell you the truth, 
but to sway your understanding, to, to push you in a direction. So mm-hmm. it was never about providing truth. It was mm-hmm. always about shaping your thought process and pushing you in a direction. Poles, mm-hmm. Gallup Poles, study that and in, in where he even comes from. He comes from a think tank mm-hmm. back in England. Mm-hmm. Where 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 they were controlling the population in England, and then they came to America. So wow. these these social systems are nothing but control mechanisms. And if you study it, it it comes out of the realm of conspiracy. Remember, conspire oh, simply means to sit down and plan. That, that Trump is right when he talks about rigging going on. Trump knows it's rigged because he's helped rig it. <laughs> he knows it's rigged because he understands how politics works. Yeah. See, 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 so they both understand how politics works. Of course it's rigged. Of course it's rigged. And I told you a few weeks ago how voting in the Electoral College was born out of an elitist situation where they never wanted to give power to the people. Right. And so they came up with a fraudulent explanation, which is represent state representation, wow. so that everyone in a small state or a large state has correct representation. But that's just the front. That's the political front. Yeah. Behind the scenes, it is something totally different. Wow. Hold on, I have a, a caller. Let me see if they have a question. Hello, California. Do you have a question? This is Sandra Keys with Keys to the Kingdom. Thank you for joining me. Do you have a question? Okay. Just listening in. Well, thank you. I appreciate you joining the show. All right, I'm sorry. So what do we need to do? I mean, because as Christians, we're seeing this change. We're seeing this shift. Um how do those who are not sure how to tap into the Holy Spirit and how to listen and what to listen for? Can you kind of guide us through that? Sure, sure. You know, God wants us first to meditate on him, which means to think, not like in a sense of yoga meditation because that's something totally else. God wants you to fill your mind. Yoga wants you to empty your mind. God wants you to fill your mind with his words. By hearing, you become changed, right? And so you have to read God's word. And before you pick up the Bible, you pray. Before I pick up my Bible, I pray for the Holy Spirit's guidance. And do you know sometimes you'll just open your Bible and the verse that's in front of you is what you needed to hear. So trust that God knows that you are confused. The times are confusing, but God is not a God of confusion. He's right. not the author of confusion. He's the God of order and justice and love. So he wants you to understand what's happening. And this is why, uh, 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 as an elder, when I teach, I come raw, biblical, and historical. Because yeah. this, it all speaks of God. The leaf speaks of God. The rain, everything, when you begin... The Bible says pray without ceasing. What that right. simply means is talk to God all the time. Because, right. And when you make it a habit of talking to God all the time, not just on your knees, but throughout your day, everything you see points to him. Bad or good points to the word, points to something that God warned you about, he told you about. It points you to why his character and why you have to give up your character that sharp, nasty mouth, that mind of yours, your hateful attitude, why you have to give that up? Because you see the difference in people when people are hateful, envious, jealous, and they'll murder you for anything, for looking at you, for stepping on them. They want what you have. So you see God's character as opposite the world's character, and you see how God needs you to be a breath of fresh air through him wherever you are. You are the change. That's why you need his character in these last days, because these are the last days. And how are you going to be different in these last days than this crazy world out here? You have to be a breath of fresh air. 
Right. Well, let me stop you there because for there's a lot of Christians who know that we're supposed to pray, we're supposed to continue to read, and we're supposed to listen for his word. But what if they're going through something in their life and they just can't muster up that energy? They know that there's a God, but they're so burdened down in yes. Yes. whatever, in their issues. How do you speak to that? Again, let me speak about myself because I can only talk about myself. Um, for me, God is sanity, Sandra. He's sanity. And mm-hmm. the only, this is a world where you're going to be disappointed on all levels. Yeah. You're going to be in pain on all levels because this world is designed to destroy your mind, mm-hmm. to take more than it gives. Mm-hmm. And you're going to deal. And so you've got to take your eyes off that and put it on God. You're in pain, but God, if you step away from God in your pain, then all you have is your pain. You have no hope. There's no way out of your pain. There's no, and that will lead you to schizophrenia. It'll lead you to a a, a physical sickness, Mm -hmm. right? And so God is all health. And so you open your Bible. You turn to Psalms, and you read what God has to say about being your stronghold. Your high power that 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 even though the water is rising, it will he you will not drown. So God is saying, "Come to Him, get under His wings." This is what God is saying. God is the one who is your peace when you are depressed, when you are down and out, when you feel like walking away from God. It's time for you to, it's t- that's when you walk to him. And so what you feel is not always the truth. In fact, you have to a lot of times get over your feelings to come to God. So you're feeling depressed, you've got to learn to go to God. You're feeling in pain, we've got to, because Satan does not want you, to, he wants you to feel pain, and in your pain, walk away from God. Mm-hmm. And that's what we do most of the time, Sandra. But we got to find God in our mm-hmm. pain. Mm-hmm. Satan so wants you to... Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Finish your thought. I'm sorry. Satan wants you to pull the curtains down. He yeah. wants you to hide away from people. And then when you say, Lord, I'm... he'll send some people, and especially church people, to mess you up more. But you yeah. got to take your eyes off those people and see the spiritual war. Remember, this now, is not a thing of flesh and blood, Sandra. Now, this, that's, now, that's another question, because what if you're not getting what you feel that you should be getting? Because we, we, personally, I feel like I should be hearing more of this kind of a sermon, more of this kind of direction when I go to church, because you never know what people are dealing with, but you don't really get that from preachers today. And so and what you're feeling like you're not and you don't want to do a whole lot of church hopping, how do you, how do you handle that? Because I know that we're supposed to assemble ourselves with the saints. You're not going to – do you stay in that situation? Do you pull yourself no, out and no, minister no. to yourself? How Let me do you tell you handle right it? now. Let me tell you right now. These are the last days, Sandra. And you need God. So you get a group of like-minded people who want to study the Bible, who want to search the Scriptures and who who are in pain, you get together, you get in your house, and you have Bible study. You mm-hmm. get in your house. If your church and your pastors are not giving you what you need, remember, God is God says he's, he's going to deal with all those false shepherds. So you don't worry about what the pastors, you get out of there. And this, I'm starting a small church, man, and I wish I could be all over the place because everywhere I go, Sandra, People are telling me the same thing, and I'm like, well, what are y'all hearing? Yeah. And that's the difference. Because for me, again, Sandra, this is my sanity. And yeah. it's yours as well. And this yeah. is what God is saying. The world is going down, and it's prophesied to go down. It's not going to get any better. Yeah. So if there's a pastor who's telling you the world is going to get better, he's a liar. 
if there's a pastor who's saying you need to sow a financial seed for a thousand dollars, so he's a liar. What you need to get is God. Now, if you want to sow a seed in somebody's life and help somebody else, that's beautiful. But you better get with God. You better get with God because that is where your coping skills come from, the Holy Spirit, not a psychiatrist, not so, so, so if you have to go to a psychiatrist, you do that. But God is my psychiatrist. Right. If I need right. to talk to somebody, I talk to God first. And then I ask him, God, if you need me to talk to a human being, you point that human being out. Right. You point him out. You right. point him out. And so in all these things, you have to ask God to lead. So what I, my advice to you, Sandra, is... You can use this, this line as a prayer and study group. Two, right. you start something in your house. Right. Start, and if you're not getting it from churches, then you start small study groups and pray, let prayer and the Holy Spirit lead you. Amen. And it's a study group. Amen. And it's... It saddens me to hear you say that because everywhere I go, people are telling me the same thing. It's yeah, it's not, sad. It's not just me. It's, it's no, no. Yeah. It's everywhere I go, Sandra, and it's sad. It's sad yeah. because this Bible deals with everything. It deals with why black people are in slavery. It deals with why the world is 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 in such a horrible condition. If you want to know. What's going to happen? The Bible tells you, the book of Revelations. Revelations simply means the revealing of Jesus Christ, the revelation of Jesus Christ, because God spoke to his churches throughout the ages. And Daniel is another book, a prophetic book that helps connect the book of Revelations. The word apocalypse that they use simply means revealing. So they make it like this scary word, the apocalypse. The apocalypse. Apocalypse means revealing. What is yeah. God revealing in the end? In the book of Revelations, he talks about the seven last plagues. People are so scared of the seven last plagues. But when you study it, God is showing you something powerful. So maybe we're going to have to do a study on the seven last plagues in the book of Revelation here on this line so that people who are so scared of reading the book of Revelations and not understanding it, but when you read it, I guarantee you will come away with it understanding and loving God more. Because even the seven plagues are a blessing in the end. For all those who say, I'm going to, uh, uh, you won't be able to buy or sell. You won't be able to do this. I'm going to hurt you in this way. I'm going to hurt you in that way. God says, I'm going to flip the script now. So that's yeah. what people have to understand about the seven last plagues. In the book of Revelation, God is saying, a time is coming where all of those who say they're going to do this to you and the, 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 the governments are going to do that and do this, God says, well, it's my time to flip the script on all those who have been hurting my children. So for all those who don't understand the book of Revelation, the, the, let me break it down for you. Through the power of the Holy Spirit so that you are not scared, so scared of right. Donald Trump. What right. then? Hillary Clinton, and all, right. and all the scary things that are happening in the world. Because Amen. God tells you, I will still have the last word here. Even though all this chaos is going on, God is still in control. And when you get through the book of Revelations, you will fully understand that and not be so scared about what Donald Trump is doing, about what Hillary's doing, who, who wins regardless. Right. right. The Bible tells you straight up, God Amen. is still in control. Amen. Amen. And yet, and you're, and you're absolutely right. I totally agree with everything you're saying, but yet still we are still human. You know what yes. I mean? There's still yes. that human element of who wants to feel safe, who wants to feel stable, um, who depends on a paycheck, you know, to be stable. You know what I'm saying? Of course, of course 100%. 100%. Yes, yes, yes. And that's and the humanness. Things are not as they were. And you're and, 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 and I know and believe me, I, I, I can testify that God will take care of you. 
Yes. And when you look back and see it, you go, oh, my God, even through all that, I, right. I, I didn't starve not one day. I had Amen. a roof over my head. God is good. He, he will fulfill what he said he's going to do. But we Amen. do have to trust in him. But, 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 again, yet still, and we know this, and we know he's going to work it out, but there's still that human element in us that is afraid sometimes. That exactly. No, 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 no. It's, it's, it's frightful times. Yes. It's frightful times. And, yeah. and, and, and so here's the thing. We live in a world full of bullies. Yeah, we do. Who are we going to be afraid of? The bully? Now, the bully can hurt our body, but are you going to be more afraid of the bully because the bully is really the devil who works through human beings and mm-hmm. governments in high places, yeah. right? So who are we going to be more afraid of, the bully who can hurt the body or the God who can destroy the soul and the body, the spirit and the flesh? Who are we going to be more afraid of? Now, God wants us to respect him, but we have to know that he is still an omnipotent God. People say, well, where is your God? When God shows up, trust me, people are going to be running for the rocks. <laughs> people are going to be running for the rocks when he finally shows up. And, and, and they're going to be crying out for the rocks to, 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 to fall on them. But we have to trust God. Because if we don't have faith in God, Sandra, I'm telling you, then all we have is our fear. Yeah. And what do people do when they get scared? They panic. Mm-hmm. They, they make the wrong they choices. Yeah. Right? They make the wrong choices. Yeah. And this is where I say about the mark of the beast, that people think it's technology, that it's a tattoo, that it's something that they can, that it's an RFD chip. But right. see, the government can force that on you. The government can, you can go in and get the flu shot, and they can put nanotechnology in it. So do you think God is going to allow the mark of the beast to be something that could be forced upon you, or is it going to be a choice that you have to make? The Bible uh-huh. says the forehead and the hand. What does the forehead represent? Your thoughts. What does the hand represent? Your actions. What's the connection? Is that whatever is in your mind, you're going to do that. Yeah. So God needs to seal your mind so that Whatever you put your hand to will be God-like. Amen. And that's what God is saying. So, Amen. so there are some Jews, right? Jews, uh, uh, these these um European Jews. To this day, they walk around with the Torah, like a miniature scroll, right, right. around their forehead and also on their wrist. But that's not what God meant. God meant it to be in your heart, in God. your mind. They're taking it literally, got you. Right. No, 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 no. God is saying it's much deeper than that. Yeah. It's much deeper than that. Just like God fussed about uh, 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 circumcision. When you look at Paul and you look at all of them and they were talking about circumcision, not, they even got that wrong. God was saying circumcise your heart. Mm. Not just the skin. Circumcise your heart. Treat somebody nice. Can you be nice to somebody? Can you be kind to somebody? Can you love somebody? Can you stop robbing your your brothers and sisters? Stop charging them usury, which is interest. Now, guess what? The country's in debt, right? Because of what? Because we pay so much interest on the dollar. Yeah. That's why the country's in debt. Because no, no American controls the money. The money's ran by international bankers. Mm. That's why that's why Lincoln was killed because he wanted the greenbacks and uh, the, the they said, "Nah. We want to charge you interest on the money cuz that's how we control your country." Yeah. So, that's so how do we prepare, yes. how do we prepare going forward because uh okay you've spoken to the christian we know we need to pray we need to read and we need to listen for god's word and and we just need to buckle down on that uh if you are a believer and you're kind of haphazard in your prayer life this is the time where you need to up your prayer life because things are about to change now also we're also commissioned um to also save people Shouldn't we be upping that as well, being that things are going to be changing as well? And for those who do not like evangelism, um, 
how do you go about that? How will you explain how how should we go about it? I, I'm just saying because I know things are about to change, and some people have heard about Jesus Christ, but maybe they need to hear again. You know what I'm yes. saying? Right. Now, let me say this. Ministry is not just for the person you're trying to minister to, but ministry is about saving your life first. God exactly. put you right. to work as a minister because we're all ministers. We're all ministers. Yeah. Once you come into the truth, you're now a minister because the minister is to go out. So first it's for you because it helps you take your eyes off of your issues because we can get very self-focused, but ministry helps you focus on other people. God didn't come here to be served. He came here as a servant. So all ministers, all of us, are servant leaders. And so through that, we take on Christ. Because it's hard dealing with crazy people, because we're all crazy. And so through that, we become, we take on Christ's character. We have to humble ourselves. We have to, to, to deal with each other's flaws, with each other's issues. And that's what love. When you say, Lord, give me more love, you, you know what's coming your way? When you pray those prayers, Lord, give me more patience. Oh, Lord, I need more patience. You know what's coming your way? Some, yeah. some hard-headed people, yeah. your own kids. Yeah. Somebody's going to rub you the wrong way, and now you've got to practice your prayer. Yeah. Now, that's where God comes in. Lord, I need more love. A whole bunch of people are going to step into your circle who are hard to love. Right. Right? And so these are all things that once you pray that prayer, be open for what's, the, for what's coming. Because God is going to give you an opportunity to minister and address one of your own character flaws. Remember. We can't, we have to go to the God of love to get the love that we need. Read, mm-hmm. read in Matthew. Read John. Go back and read the Gospels where, where, where they talk about being meek, where, where they talk about living the Christian walk. It, it's the hardest thing to do because what you are doing is going against your nature. That's yeah. why you need the Holy Spirit because... Yeah. Because the law is spiritual. You need the spirit to touch you and to give you the power to will it and to do it. Mm. That's why you need the Holy Spirit. And so, yes, we have to go out and and we have to minister to people because it helps us as well. It helps us take our eyes off of our own issues and problems and, and see that there's somebody else out there who even has more problems than you have. Yeah. who's suffering more than you are. And yeah. so it helps you look at things differently. And that's what God does. And that's what the ministry is about, being kind, being loving to someone else, even though they're hard-headed and stubborn. You know, it's hard to love your own kids. So yeah. it might, you might have to start in your own household. Wherever God wants you to start, start there. Because loving people in general is difficult because people are hard to love, yeah. hard to love. We're stubborn, we're hard-headed, we're selfish, we're envious, we're covetous, which means I want what you got. Right. And so God came down here to deal with people who hated him. Remember how he was treated. His own brothers and sisters didn't even like him until much later in life. Mm. Mm. That's true. Your own siblings you can have that that going on. That is true. Right. And so when you study this Bible and then you apply it to your life, Sandra, I'm telling you, it it really changes you. Because you see that there's nothing that you're going through that the Bible didn't discuss. Uh, that yeah. God didn't use one person who didn't have they all had issues. Right. Noah drank. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Solomon had over seven hundred and something wives. Yeah. David killed one of his best soldiers to get his woman. Yeah. Yeah. And God said, "Man, if you wanted more, I, I, you're the king. I would have given you more. Wow. You didn't have to go and kill this man to get his woman. You're the king. Right. I would have given you more women. So, so you see, so, so this this thing is so deep. Judah promised his daughter-in-law one of his sons. He reneged on it, and she dressed up as a prostitute, and he slept with her." Right. And then she was more righteous than him. Mm. They went to uh, they went 
to stone her, and she held up a ring and says, if, if you find the owner of this ring, then you'll find the man that slept with yeah. me. It yeah. turned out to be Judah. Yeah. And Judah had to say, listen, she's more honorable than me. Yeah, yeah. Right? And so when you find out, you're going to see, and this is what I want people to realize, realize every person in that Bible had flaws, were depressed. Elijah caught fire down from heaven, an incredible miracle. And Jezebel threatened him. He ran away and said, Lord, kill me. Um, he got so depressed, he said, Lord, kill me because I'm out here suffering. I'm, out, I'm the only one. And God said, no, you're not the only one. I have a whole bunch more prophets out there besides you. You know, so get up and eat because that's how depressed he was. He called down fire from heaven and then mm. ran from a woman who threatened him. And so it goes to show you all these people. Abraham was a liar. Abraham lied. He was, God called him the man of faith, but he lied. He mm. was a coward. His wife, the, they went in to Egypt. The wife, the, the, the king thought his wife was hot, and he said, I'm going to take her. And he said, well, that's my sister, because he was scared to say, that's my wife. Right. right. Thinking that thinking that the king would kill him. Now, yeah. this was a man who had spoken to God on many occasions. Yeah. And yeah. so even the king had to say, why did you put me in the position of God punishing me and my people? Yeah. You almost got me killed because you were scared. You, yeah. you should have told me from the beginning that that was your wife and I would have. And, and uh, guess what? The king, even though Abraham did a cowardly act, the king wound up giving him all kinds of stuff, and told him to get out of there, <laughs> you know, and the king blessed him more, because God was with him, and so here, all the people in the Bible are flawed, you know why, because there was nobody perfect down here for God to use, yeah. that's why he uses us, so yeah. I want you to get that in your mind, yeah. um, the pastors yeah. ain't saying it, but I'm telling it to right. you, that God is going to use you, he's going to bless you, in your situation, these are not hollow words. Remember, this book is for the lion's den. This book is for the fiery furnace. And some lion's den and some fiery furnace times are coming for all of us. Yeah. And how are you going to get through? Yeah. God is not far away. He's going to be in a fire with you. He's going to be in a lion's den with you. He's going to be right here while all these things are happening with you. And he will put a hedge over you. But you have Amen. Well, we definitely, uh, the Christian people, true believers, truly need a hedge today. We, and, we, and, and what we need, really, is a word today, a real, a real word. You know what I'm saying? A real word to encourage the people because I think people are starving for the real word, not the watered-down prosperity, all that other crap that's being taught, taught in churches across America. They need a real word, something that will really minister to where they are. And I and it's just really sad that a lot of people in this country and all over the world is not getting that. Um, Come out there, set it up. Each and every one of us individually, amen? Yes, yes. When I come out there, set it up, Sandra, because I'm going to come out there ready. Someone just texted me that. um, let Let me see. Such an awesome teaching. We need him to make haste and come to Cali and teach in an open forum. Amen. Yes. So I'm willing to do it. I'm willing yeah. to do it. So, yeah. so um, yeah. this, yeah. this. Someone else said, so powerful. Amazing. <laughs> well, somebody else said, hallelujah. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we really do need to bring you to California because it, it's a drought here in more ways than one. <laughs> Mercy. Mercy. Oh. But that's prophecy, Sandra. That's prophecy. That's actually prophecy. Prophecy. Yeah. It's prophecy yeah. that this is happening, that the pastors are afraid. They want big congregations. They want to say nice things to people, but that's not helping anybody. That's not helping anybody change. These pastors are making you think you can stay the same and get to heaven. Heaven right. is not going to be a replay of earth. 
sin will not rear its head in heaven a second time. This is mm. it. This is the lesson study of the universe. Mm. We got to get it now. You don't know when your probation is going to end. You mm. don't know when you're going to pass away. So you got to get this truth now. You got to yeah. get it now. And that's why you got to study. And when you study, start those prayer groups wherever you are. Start those prayer groups and dig into the word through the power of the Holy Spirit. Because mm. God... It's now time. Your pastor is Jesus Christ. Get that in your mind. Pastor means shepherd. Right. The children of Israel got in trouble with that same issue. And I promise I, I, I want to start doing Bible studies on here because the children of Israel got in the same trouble oh. we are in today Yeah. because they wanted a king, and God said, listen, you don't need a king. I am your king. I am your invisible king. I've done miracles in front of you. I've parted. I've, I've done this. I've done that. But they looked around at the nations and said, I want what they have over there. I want this. I want that, just like the nations. God says, okay, if you want a king, this is what the king is going to do. He is going to tax you. He's going to take your daughters. He's going to take your sons, and he's going to send them to war. He's, they're going to do all of these things. They, they're going to take your money, your daughters, and your sons. Amen. And, and then they're going to rule over you harshly, and that's exactly what happened. What's happening that's today. What happened. Yeah. And so exactly instead of happened. God, they wanted man. And Amen. instead of God, they wanted a cow. So yeah. they forced they, they forced Aaron. Moses is up in the mountain too long with God. We can't see him. He's not here. Make us a golden calf like we had in yeah. Egypt. Yeah. That's what we're still looking at. These last days, Sandra, is not time for that anymore. It's time for you to, to look to God yourself and yeah. through the power of the Holy Spirit. God wants to pour out his spirit, Sandra. He, he's yeah. looking around the earth to find where can he pour out his spirit. Spirit. But guess what? Nobody's looking for it. They're looking for it, but they don't want to change. They're yeah. not looking to change. Guess what? The Pentecost happened. The day of Pentecost happened. Why? Because God told them to wait in the upper room. What do you think they were doing up in there? Remember, yeah. before the upper room, they were fussing about who's going to be the greatest in heaven. When they got in that upper room before the Spirit descended, they let go of all that mess. They yeah. let it all go. They were not trying to rule over each other they were up in that room waiting you know why they wait because yep. they were scared yeah. they were scared because people were looking for them because yeah. christ was crucified and they said yep. you know what let's find these so-called christians and they were looking for them so they were up in that upper room scared praying for their lives and that's how the holy spirit descended they let all that petty crap go but god told them stay right here don't you leave this city because he mm -hmm. knew that they had to hash out some pettiness in mm -hmm. their system. Wow. And the only way they did it was they stayed in a city that they were being hunted. Yeah. That's yeah. the background information. That's why yeah. they got up in that they got up in that room and they prayed cuz they were scared and mm -hmm. the pettiness was not there. They were scared for their lives, and they were waiting for the Holy Spirit to descend. They were waiting like God said cuz they were scared to go out and walk on those streets. God told them to wait, and they hashed out all that pettiness, and the Spirit descended upon them. Only after they hashed out all the pettiness. All the pettiness. Yeah. yeah. Then the Spirit descended. Because you know why? The change had to come first. They had to come together in unity. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's what needs to happen across America in each church across America. All the pettiness that goes on, all the stuff that don't mean anything, and focus on God and pray. Um, that's amazing. That was an amazing, amazing lesson. You don't know how much you blessed me with this lesson. Uh, I would love to turn this into Bible study, um, but you have to let me know your availability. So we'll talk okay. offline on that. But thank yeah. you so much, Elder Anthony Damore Ford just blessing us with the word, the unadulterated word, which we definitely need because I was definitely starting to feel antsy about what was going on in this, in this election to the point where I couldn't watch TV, and that's not how I'm supposed to be. My 
hope is in the Lord, and I just need to focus on that and forget about everything else that's going on. So thank you. Thank you for that word of wisdom. And with that, I'm going to close out the program. Thank you all for joining me, Sandra Keys, at Keys to the Kingdom on T25CL. Welcome and join me again on next week. Thank you so much. Have a blessed weekend. Thank you all. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.